You're listening to the Flip Houses Like a Girl podcast, where we educate, empower, and celebrate everyday women who are facing their fears, juggling family and business, embracing their awesomeness, and wholeheartedly chasing their dream of flipping houses. Each episode delivers honest-to-goodness tools, tips, and strategies you can implement today to get closer to your first or next successful house flip. Here's your spiky-haired, breakfast taco-loving host, house-flipping coach, Debbie DeBeery. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. So we are going to have a conversation with one of our flip sisters, Kristen, who is in Eugene, Oregon, and she's going to tell us all about her first flip. We love these, right? I love sharing stories of everyday women out there doing the thing. It's so inspiring to me, and it's so inspiring to see somebody chase after what it is they want or say they want to go do something and then see them actually go do it. And I love that it's like-minded, like-hearted women out there doing the thing. It's so So inspiring. Thank you, Kristen, for sharing your story with us. All right, you don't want to miss this. She's going to tell you all about how she found the deal, financed it, what the numbers were, what the issues were that came up, and then she's going to drop some golden nuggets of wisdom on us. So stick around. All right, let's talk to Kristen. All right, so how about you introduce yourself, let us know where you are, and just a little bit of background about you. Okay. My name is Kristen Allen. I live in Eugene, Oregon. And I was, prior to this, I was a yoga teacher. Um, We had moved here just six months before uh, COVID hit. So I found, and I, I, in my previous life, I had opened a yoga studio, uh, which was a complete remodel. (laughs) I flipped an office space and oh, turned into cool. a yoga studio. And very then cool. it was awesome. And then I moved here and luckily found a couple of yoga positions. Um, and when COVID hit, I switched to online and, uh, you know, made like a fourth of what I was making. My husband was told, you know, be ready for pay cuts because the whole company is going to get pay cuts. And so we had already taken a pay cut to move here. And then we were facing COVID with basically I had a loss of income because I burned out quickly on the online thing. Oh, it's so different. It's so different, especially doing something like yoga. Like that's not, yeah, that's a connect, it's such a connection energy space kind of thing. Exactly. Um, so anyway, we, we sold my pretty car because it still had a car payment on it. And then, And then all of a sudden, like everybody else in the world, I was just, I had tons of time with everybody around me. Um, I'd always had this dream of flipping houses since, honestly, you know, the dream kind of comes from my mom because we moved like every two years. Me too. um, Yeah. So you're really good at adapting. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It was awful in the moment, but yeah, as an adult, I'm very adaptable. (laughs) Exactly. And I look forward to new places. Like I I have continued this as an adult, like I move and I'm trying, I'm trying to settle down. Oh my gosh. I'm the same way. I love, I, I rarely hear that. I usually hear the opposite. Like I hate change. I hate moving. I love it so much. I love it. I love it. That's so fun. I'm so glad to know that about you. (laughs) So my mom would, she's an artist and she would, every time we moved, she would make the best of the situation. And I always had a beautiful room. We usually had a beautiful house and I didn't even know that that was a blessing until I got a little older and started going to other people's houses. And I was like, how come, you know, you don't have lacy sheets and like, how come you're, you're, you know, you don't have a color coded room. Like I don't, I don't get it, you know? So, and we always would go like whenever there was an open house, if we were on our way back from a soccer game or something, we would go to the open house and it was like so exciting. What's going to be in this house. And, and sometimes you'd find this beautiful home where like everything's set up in your imagination is just popping. Like, 
wow, it must be like this to live here. What a great life. And then sometimes I remember this one house we went to in um, Los Angeles. We lived in RTV for a while and it was huge. It was a mansion. So we knew we were just looking for looking, not for thinking we live in it. And I was so excited to see inside this house. This must be glorious inside. And it was a monstrosity. It was gaudy. Like everything spoke to wealth without any, there was no sense of love. There was no sense. And I, I literally got a stomachache. I literally left and my little eight-year-old body was like ill. Like how could somebody do that with all that gift? How could they create all that just for themselves? Yeah. And it's not even nice. Yeah. <laughs> I love that your little eight-year-old body was totally rejecting it. It's like, oh, no, this revolted. isn't right. Yeah, this doesn't feel right at all. Right. That's yeah. so funny. Like, I, yes, my mom made me go to open houses all the time. Like, that's what we did. We went to open houses every weekend. Um, we all, like, she always had the... um the, the books, you know, like the, the magazines with all the listings everywhere. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Yeah. I love those things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then she yeah. had a, um, uh, she was super into interior design, but she wasn't really like, she wasn't, she just did it for herself. Like she just did it for us, yeah. like the interior decorating right. and stuff. And so she had her little interior design license so she could get discounts at the little, um, <laughs> uh, like the suppliers and stuff. It's so funny. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. We had yeah. such similar upbringing. I love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, and I, I love that now I have this, like, I realize now that it's a gift and I realize it comes from her and we share this together. We, even now we still talk about, she's actually flipping a house of her own right now. And so when we talk, it's like, how are your cabinets? How's the electrician? You know, all this stuff that other people would be like, this is so boring. That's so cool. Okay. So you've had this in you. I hear it. Like you, it, this is in your blood. It's been in your blood. Yeah, for sure. All right. So you guys are going through a hard time. And you decide, all right, I'm just going to go do this and see what happens. Well, so I'm an HGTV junkie, like probably almost everybody in the group. And I've been watching for 10 years, at least, if not 20. And so all of a sudden I have all this time and I would sit there like, well, my, all, my whole family's working, right? My husband's upstairs working. The kids are doing school and I'm just sitting downstairs in my room watching HGTV and like literally crying at the end of the show, like literally going, Oh my God, that's so amazing. I want to do that so bad. And then one day I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like you literally live in a 1970s house that needs to be completely fixed up and you're crying over. (laughs) Right. Like get up. And I didn't know how to start. And so I just started weeding and then I painted the outside of the house and then I demoed part of the kitchen And then I found money to remodel a bathroom and somewhere around there when I was feeling just massive irritation, like I need to make money doing this because I'm spending money. I'm really good at spending the money, right? I'm like, how can I make money? And, um, and then I found your class and I thought, and I found it on Facebook and I wanted to just say go right off the bat, but I was like, no, don't you have to think about it. I only gave, I, I thought about it for half an hour and I was like, I need to do this. Like, I can't make any more excuses. I'm on it. I love it. And you jumped in. And I jumped in and it was overwhelming, all the information and just mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. And so I was an overwhelm for a long time, just studying. Yeah. We try to minimize that as much as possible, right? Like we give you a little bit of information here and there and people are like, mm-hmm. no, I want it all. And I'm yes. like, no, you don't want it all. <laughs> no, <laughs> Trust us. No. Yeah. And I was really glad that you told us to do the LLC and get the bank set up. Cause I wouldn't have done all that. Right. And it's yeah. still like with those things done, when I got the house, it was like, there were still so many other things that I had to do that if I hadn't done that, yeah. I don't know if I could have handled it all. Right. I know. Yeah. I know. And that's a th- that's one of the big things like that people question. Are you sure I need to do this first? Yes, because you yeah. can't jump if you don't have these things. Like it's right. you have to have them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about your first flip. I think it's sold in April. 
Yes, it it hit. I went on the market April seventeenth and eighteenth and had three offers in a few days. And yeah, oh my gosh, that the before and afters on that house, like we get a lot of comments on it. <laughs> like, yeah. just the before and afters. Like I love it. Okay, so let's talk about the details on that. Um, how did yeah? How did you find the deal, and then how did you finance it? Okay, so. Um, I found it very in a very unique way, very unique and unusual. Um, I found it through the group, as you know, and somebody in the group um, had posted my, is there anybody in the group who lives in Oregon? My uncle passed. We don't want to deal with the house. We can't deal with it up for grabs, basically somebody in the group. And, um, and I had just gotten on Facebook and I was like, really? Like I had been chasing deals left and right all over town and showing up to properties. And there's like five people there already. And so I wrote, yeah, I'm here. That's only an hour away. And I, I kind of expected some elbows to be thrown like from other people in Oregon. Like, no, I was here before you. No, nobody competed. The family who um, who was going through this at the time, they didn't offer the house to the general public. They could have, you know, they could have made it like cutthroat and tried to make right. as much money. And they they were the most generous, kind people. And even the other women from Oregon in the group, one of them in particular, Chris Piercy, she emailed uh-huh. me like, "How can I help you?" I'm like, "What? Are you for real?" Like you're not mad at me. Like, you know, yeah, um, yeah. it was absolutely a gift. It was a complete gift. And yet it came on the heels of this wonderful family losing somebody that they, that they love. So, you yeah. know, yeah, there is another side. Yeah. It's not There's just what's happening side. on our side. Yeah. Right. There are things happening on the other side that we have to be mindful of. And um, it's, I think that's like, when I talk about, we need to be different, we can do better. We can speak to people and like have empathy and compassion about what they're going through. Instead of just making it about the transaction, we've got to make it about the people. And I feel like, Mm -hmm. and I say this often, but gosh, I hope it's true. I feel like the, like, as time continues to go by, it will be more and more important that we are focusing on people and what they're going through and just showing up to serve. And if it, if it works out for everyone, great. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, it doesn't like we did. It's like one of those, you did your best. Like you served them the best you could. And sometimes we aren't their answer. Sometimes we're not the answer. Right. Right. Um, so I, I appreciate that you were, you were sensitive to that and just present to the fact that this is a great opportunity and like this awful thing had to happen and these beautiful people are going through this terrible thing. Right. It's hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Um, okay. So you, you went, you looked at it and that day you were like, okay. I, well, she, she told me she was going to be in town like the next day. And so I actually went out and met the whole family in the house. They were all there cleaning up. Um, and I'm just amazed that they allowed me to be there in the first place, you know? Um, so yeah, I checked it out and then went home, made an offer. She made it very clear. She wasn't taking offers from anybody else. Even their realtor said to me, I don't know why they're doing this for you. And I'm like, I don't either. (laughs) Oh, she had, they had a realtor there. They had, they had a realtor, not there, but I, I connected with her because, um, I thought it would, be better on their finances if I just use their realtor instead of bringing my own. Gotcha. And um, she said to me, I, I don't know why, you know, and I'm like, Hey, I don't either. I know, right. There's some, some reason, right. Like, some reason. um, okay. So you went under contract. What was, what was the uh, purchase price? Oh, right. 200. Okay. And then when you initially walked through and prepared the offer, Mm -hmm. what did you come back with as your repair estimate? 
I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I didn't have a general contractor with me. And so I estimated 60,000. Okay. Um, and I was told that the comps in the area were 350. I mean, I could see the comps in the area were 350. I believed that they could be more, um, uh-huh. but that was the reasonable comp at the time. Sure. Yep. Got it. Okay. So 60K initially, what did that, what did that end up being? It ended up being 74, 75. And some of it was truly like my decision. Like I decided to put in those enormous windows in the front. Like yeah. that was a design decision. Right. And it, it cost an extra like $1,500. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. When you, <laughs> when you have this shell that you start doing things to and you look over and you're like, well, now that doesn't look as great as it could if we just did this. So then it's right. like, let me just spend a little bit more. <laughs> I know. Guilty. I want guilty, to do guilty, all guilty. the things. I do yeah. too. I do too. <laughs> and those, yeah, that's why I like doing those kind that all the things get to get done. Um, okay. So ended up being 74. And then mm-hmm. what was your, what was your timeline on the, on the renovation piece? Okay, this is funny because I was just telling people for forever now that I did it in seven weeks. And like, I don't know where I got that number from because it's, <laughs> it was 11. Oh, so I'm, I've been like bragging to people. Oh, I got it in time in seven weeks. I did not get it done in seven weeks. I got it done in 11, which is still fine. I mean, you're calling great. yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like seven. It feels like you're just working so hard for such a short, uh-huh. you know, it's just so intense. Did, did you do a lot of the work yourself? I mean, I, I was painting from beginning to end. I was just constantly painting um, my <laughs> family. We all demoed, okay. um, which was yeah. awesome because I have two girls, 16 and 12, and they yeah. have been watching shows with me forever. And we all went in there like we're the boss. Like we know That's so cool. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. I can totally see like this Charlie's Angels theme song of you guys right. walking in with sledgehammers. <laughs> we got I love this. It. We got this. <laughs> yeah. So mostly just painting and demo. And then I cleaned up a lot after contractors. And then I was my general. I was the general. Um, gotcha. Yep. Which I didn't really realize I was doing, but that's how it that's how it worked out. Okay. I don't remember seeing many complaints about any of your subs did was that pretty smooth the people you worked with or did were you just handling it um well I okay so I interviewed a lot of people I looked on home advisor so on Uh home advisor they're already they already have to have a referral yeah and then sometimes I'd even call additional referrals um, to vet them out um so I worked really hard in that initial like two weeks just calling and, and interviewing and um, and, and then I ended up hiring like six different teams of people and some of them were great. Some of them no. Um, and yeah, you learn so much about like, is this a time to gripe or is this a time for me to be patient? Cause they're almost done. Like, do I, do I need to bring this up again or do I need to accept they don't, they're not going to change and I just need to wait. This, this will pass, you know? So there was that always, like that's always yes. happening. That is such a great point. That is, that's such a constant battle. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yes. That one's constant. Okay. So you vetted them. Some were great. Some you'd use again. Mm-hmm. Some you wouldn't, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like eliminating people is just as important as, you know, adding them to our list. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So 11 weeks, you hired out most of the work except for the demo and the paint. Mm -hmm. Okay. So initially your ARB was 350. What did you guys come on the market at? Uh, Well, I did something that actually everybody says not to do. I went on the market high on purpose and at 370 and the house was open on Saturday. I didn't want it to hit until Friday. And the reason I did that is because the market was nuts. And I didn't want, if I put it at 350, I didn't want to sift through 25 offers at 350, right? Like I didn't, I, and I feel 
sensitive to all those people who walk in and, and see themselves there and fall in love and then they don't even have a chance, right? Honestly, I hate multiple offers. I hate them. I hate, I them. hate it. It's like, it's awful. awful. You feel like yep. you're playing God and you, you're, you know, you're not God. Right. So by, by pricing it high, I eliminated the, you know, the chance of having all those offers. And then we still had three offers and they all were asking price and they all said, we will escalate. I was like, oh. are you kidding me? Would somebody oh. just throw their heart over and right. like, go just, for it? Like, don't me make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow all three had escalation clauses exactly yeah wow. but one, one of them was like I will go up to 386 and then the others were like I'll go you know anyway it ended up uh, 386 and then it didn't appraise um, it, it appraised at 385 so I, no big deal a thousand dollars at the end um, what I wanted was the offer to say despite no matter what the appraisal comes back at we will pay this much and nobody was doing that at that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was March, you know, April you listed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So 385 because the appraiser couldn't find 1000 more dollars to add on. <laughs> so that's just silly, but okay. Um, oh, how did you finance the, the purchase price in the renovations? Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, we used 401k. Uh, we found, first of all, I wanted to say that my husband was not on board, right? I think we've talked about this. He, he is a strong, stable, consistent risk averse person. Uh-huh. Yep. And I'm creative entrepreneur yeah. risk taker. Of course. Of and, course y'all are married. Yeah, yeah of course. The yin and the yin. <laughs> I love it. And for, and I'd want to do this forever. And for years it was like, okay, I won't do it. Cause he hates the idea. He hates it. And then at this point in our lives, like I'm 48 and I'm just like, I'm feeling the clock ticking. Like I don't have time to wait. And I, and I really laid it out. Like I'm always telling him the numbers. I'm always saying, I know I can make money off of this. I know I can do this. And I finally had to say, this isn't about the numbers. This is about me. Dang, man. My entire body just like zinged. It was like, wow. That makes me teary. That makes me teary. That's very moving. Oh, yeah, me too. I feel like I'm going to cry. Um, how am I going to launch? I'm like, honey, who's going to want to invest in me if we don't invest in me? Right? Like, we're not investing in a house. We're investing in me. And if I can get oh. on, on my feet, then I can support us too. But as long as we're, you know, running away and not not willing to show up, then I can't engage. I can't do this thing. So it was literally like two weeks of like, I'm not sure if we're going to be married anymore because he was just trying to break down the walls in his body. And I was just like, I'm not giving in this time. I I cannot give in. So we... And we learned from that. We, we didn't even know that we could take a 401k loan out, like without, we could, we could take it out and then we can put it back and then we can take it out. We had no idea. Wow. And instead of paying someone else interest, we pay right. our own self interest. It's your money. Yeah. Yeah. It's your money sitting there doing nothing really. I mean, it's doing a little bit, but yeah. So it was so empowering when we finally started moving forward. We're like, oh my gosh, we have more money than we thought. Yeah. We can actually use it. Yes. So we did um, 50 from 401k and then we had a personal line of credit. Um, I had to have extra money in the, in the account for my hard money lender to see that we had money to work with. Right. And that was really important. All right. So you used hard money for the purchase and renovation. You used some 401k money. We understand how it was financed. Mm -hmm. The only number we're waiting for. Oh, Wait, the profit. The profit. Yeah. 65. What did your husband have to say about that? <laughs> okay. Well, so my husband's fe- my husband's fears were um waylaid. Is that the right word? Like as soon as I started doing it, like when I opened my yoga studio, he was also afraid. And then but that's right. You've been through this. Right. Uh, yeah, but this this was a larger scale, but sure. sure. Like once he sees how hard I work, he's like, oh. Like she, she's got this. 
Um, and then when it came profit time, you know, of course, we're all just like, what? <laughs> right. Wait, what just happened? Wait, what? <laughs> wow. Yeah. When did you buy the house? When did you close on the purchase? Oh, January 28th. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. So five months? Yeah. Five months. From yeah. 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 That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's it, it it's hard. I feel like it's hard to be like celebrating that I'm projecting. So mm-hmm. what, like I'm whatever my profit is, I'm always like it was like I just kind of want to say it under my breath and let's keep going because it's like mm-hmm. because then it comes back to right this other this other beautiful family had to go through this terrible thing. And now Mm -hmm. here we are, and we are like trying to celebrate and also honor and do all these things. And it's really hard to be like, it's just so hard to do all of that. But I think the fact that you are present to that and mindful of it means you're doing it right. Like it means you're doing it. The fact that you would even acknowledge that. I I hope so. Um, I thought about the former owner a lot when I was in the house. And sometimes I thought I felt his energy and I felt um, like what I felt from him was a sense of joy and delight. Like he was thrilled that I was doing, he was like, I could even hear this laugh and I don't know if it was real or just my imagination. And, um, and I kept in touch with um, the family and they were watching the flip on my uh, Facebook page. Uh, And I think there was some, you know, she told me there was some healing there because he had been concerned about the house not being, you know, in a good, good shape. And um, so it was for them to see it, you know, go through the transformation. I think there was some healing there. Um, And then ultimately, um, yeah, I feel like there's no way I can repay these people. Like I I can't. Right. Um, But I, uh, I did donate and I think I'm going to do this with every flip. I donated 10% of my net to, um, uh, to nonprofits and mm-hmm. I asked them what they wanted. And we, we basically, they chose the um, Oregon state foundation for cardiovascular health um, yep. to, for conducting more research because he did pass from heart failure. Yeah. So um, that, you know, that felt good, yes. but it's, you know, it doesn't fix yeah. It doesn't bring him back yeah. or anything. Right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But it honors. It honors, honors them and it honors what they went through and it honors like all of that. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. I also do the 10% um, donation to, to organizations. And it's just like, it, it helps with that. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just made this profit it helps with that because then I'm like, mm-hmm. but that means I get to give that much more. Exactly. Yeah. It means I can make a bigger impact and do more good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Congratulations. Like, congratulations. You. That is really fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Pretty amazing. First one done. First one's the hardest one. Mm-hmm. It's ripping off that bandaid, proving to yourself that you can do it. And you totally did that. Did you like, I'm telling you the before and afters of this house is just, especially like the exterior alone. Did you design, did you do all the the design stuff or did you have help with that? No, I did all the design and I was really worried about the facade of like, I, 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 I thought the inside, like I knew the inside would transform, but the outside, when I first looked at it, I'm like, I do not know how to dress this baby up. And it just bloomed like before my eyes, just changing, like adding the siding and then the windows and then the paint. And I, I was in love with it when I was done. I was like, my whole family was like, let's just move in here. Let's. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. So That's cute. always a good sign. That's always a good sign. <laughs> that, um, the exterior. And I remember, I remember when we talked, mm-hmm. you were like, I don't know what to do with this front entry. And then, and then something about a back patio, maybe something. I was thinking and I was about like, it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so when I saw the before and after photos, I was like, 
okay, I get it. Like I get why you were struggling. I don't know that I would have come up with those solutions. Like you did such an amazing job. You really did. Like I'm super impressed. I'm super impressed. It's just, it's, it's a stunning transformation. It really is. Thank you. So you're welcome. This is the part that I love of the job is the design. I want to be, I want to be the boss of that, but it's also where my ego was just so big. Like before the house, like throughout the whole thing, I was so worried that it wasn't going to be pretty enough. Like I wasn't going to make it beautiful. And, and I had to talk myself down and like, say, Kristen, like, this is not a beauty pageant where there's a bunch of houses walking down and people holding up tens. Like, this is not that, like you're making a home, like step down. You know, I had to constantly get my ego to settle down because I was so worried that it wasn't going to be special. Wow. Wow. I mean, it, it 100% is special. It 100% is. I'm not sure that I've seen um, an exterior transformation that is that, that was, that was that like much of a transformation by not doing much. Like you did things, but it's not like you rearranged all these things. (laughs) You didn't do much. And that's what is so like, wow about it. It's like, wow, changing the size of the windows and doing like whatever Mm -hmm. you did, like, and then the little, um, I guess it's, is it an arbor that you put up at the front? Yeah. We put Uh up a cute little arbor, um, cedar wood. Yeah. It was just awesome. It was really awesome. Um, okay. What were some of the surprises that came up? Um, were there some repair surprises or? Yeah, there were. I mean, so the plumbing was really challenging and uh, I had used the plumber before because I'd done a reno in my own home. And so I knew he was good. And yet the day that he was finally able to get in, he had sprained his ankle and he was this really, really big guy, like really big guy. And he had to get underneath the house. So he had his journeyman going down and doing the work while he talked to him above and they worked on it for, I mean, two or three days. And then he leaves and the inspector comes out the next day and says to me that like, I don't even know what that is under the house. Like that is so far from passing. And I like my first thought was like, I've got like a brilliant artist on my hands. Like this kid was like, like coloring way outside the lines, you know? And, uh, and I was really nervous to call my plumber because I, I believed in him. And like, this is what I do. Like I interview the people and then I, I believe in them. And I thought, how, how could somebody who's been doing this for so long fail? So like, maybe I was wrong. And then I tripped out for like two minutes and I was like, stop it. Just text him. I texted him or no, I called him. And like within a second, he's like, I'll call the inspector. We'll get up there right now. And there were literally like, four enormous trucks in front of the house that whole day. It was like the 911 of plumbing. And they worked on it till like midnight and fixed the whole thing. Um, so that's like, a, you know, work with people who you believe in because they will come through. Even if, even if they met, everybody messes up, everybody messes up. And one thing I learned in um, through this process and I've been learning my whole life and it's so hard to remember it when you're in it. Mm-hmm. There's no place for blame, but there are only problems and solutions. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Get off the blame boat yeah. and get into, okay, what do we do? Yes. that That's huge. The problems are always going to be there. Like mm-hmm. they just are. They're all, there's always going to be, something to solve, something to figure out, which is one of the reasons why I love this so much. I love the puzzles. I love all of that, but it's also equally frustrating. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, Oh, but I love that. It's a really important thing you said that I want people to get because so many times it's as beginners or as women, we're like, oh gosh, I hope this person chooses to work with me versus, no, I am choosing this person. And like you said, 
I'm putting my belief in them. Like mm-hmm. I'm not just choosing them. I'm totally believing them. Like I'm their biggest fan now. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what we're, that's how we need to choose to work with people because it's, it is about relationships and it's about having those people that you do believe in that, you know, you can call and they send four vehicles and spend the entire day fixing the problem. They're not yeah. going to leave you hanging. Good people yes. will not leave you hanging. If you get somebody who's substandard, you run into a problem and they suddenly are in Tahiti. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> or I didn't do it. Yeah. That, well, no, I didn't do it. That wasn't me. That was their fault. That's it's on them. Right. Um, yeah. That's huge. Work with people you believe in. I love that. Yes. I love that quote so much. Like, yeah, it's so simple yeah. and it means so much. Like that means a lot to me. Those words mean a lot to me. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's see. Did you learn anything new about yourself throughout this? Like you've started a yoga business. You've done that, right? You've started a business. What's the big deal starting another one? Yeah. Oh, so big. So different. Um, there's three things when I, when I was looking at that question, I thought, I don't know. And then, oh my gosh, I had three false ideas about myself. One, I'm not a hard worker was number one. That is so not true. Two, I'm difficult to work with. Also completely not true. Three, I'm not detail oriented. If I'm difficult, it's because I'm so detail oriented that I'm like, whoa, let's not look over this thing here. Let's take, um, and one thing I want to speak to about the hard work or kind of all of it is, you know, I've, I've had a lot of jobs in my life and I really struggled with sticking with them. Um, and this is something my husband and I always went back and forth. He's just like, just go get a job. And it's like, I literally feel like I'm dying in those jobs. Like I am dying. Like this is so boring for me. And so when it looks like you're not a hard worker, it's probably that you're not working in something that interests you and that's it like stop the judgment the bullshit about oh I'm not good enough because I don't fit in with the accountants I'm not an accountant if you if you put me in there with accountants I will look really bad (laughs) well I think that's a great point I mean of course and it's like it's like when we have you know oftentimes you'll hear oh um this kid, um, he's, you know, getting in a lot of trouble and he's just this troublemaker at school when in fact, he's just not stimulated. Right. But he looks like he's lazy and he's a bad kid and he doesn't follow directions when it's the entirely opposite. That's true. Is that no, we're failing him. (laughs) We aren't stimulating him. Yeah. Yeah. And when I was in high school, I mean, I think people thought that I was dumb And, you know, I didn't do well at all. It wasn't until I got into junior college, I had the hardest English professor. And the very first week we show up, there's like 40 people and like supposed to be 30. And he's like, okay, tonight I want you to write a four page essay. And then we all come back the next day. I want you to write a five page essay. He did this all week. And so, and I'm like, hell yeah. Like, I love this. (laughs) Like, this is awesome. Right. And, and yet by the end of the week, those 40, now we had 15 and he was like, now we can get to work. Wow. That's and he cool. was so hard. And I realized I love this. Like I love this and I love to work hard at this. And it just blew my mind because I thought I was lazy. I thought I wasn't very smart. I thought I was a crappy writer and, you know, and all of a sudden I had this new idea about myself and it was beautiful and also hard to believe. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's huge. That's huge. Okay. I want to talk about, so, okay. You, and you mentioned about what makes you difficult (laughs) and that's Mm. because you are detail oriented and that's because you do care about the presentation of things. Yeah. I do. Where where do you think those stories came from? I understand the hard worker one. What about being difficult or not being detail oriented? Well, not being detailed, that's definitely from being married to my husband, who's like radically detailed. And he's detailed in ways that 
I'm not like there's things I just don't care about. I'm like, who cares? You know, and he's so detailed about it. So if you put he and I next to each other in normal daily things, you would think, oh, he's the detailed one and she's not. And that's generally true. But you put me in my little world. Right. All of a sudden I'm like boss lady detailed. Wow. Again, it's all relative. Yes. It's all relative. And then the difficult, I think that's just a childhood, like family thing. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Had a feeling that might be where that one came from. Yeah. 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 I get that. I totally get that. It's hard to get these from people. And so I love that you were able to be like, this is it. Cause this is huge. You know how many people can relate to these three false ideas of themselves? Like, I think yeah. everybody has said at least one of these things. For sure. And what I love about running your own business, whether it was being a yoga studio owner or this, is you get to see yourself. Now, if you're not ready to see your attributes and your flaws, you know, don't do your own thing. Right. But when you do your own thing, there is nobody else to point to. Like, if you're having a rough relationship, why do you have that? You know, either work it out or let it go. Yep. It's on you. It's yes. not somebody else's fault. You yes. can't keep blaming other people. Right. So I love that. Yeah. I love that. I do too. Oh my gosh. Wow. I this this has been such a fun talk. I just like this has been, it's been so great. And I love talking about this kind of like this kind of like the inner yeah. workings. I could geek out me, on this. Me too. Oh my gosh. In high school and in college, like it was hard for me to like really connect with multiple people because I like when I meet you, I'm like, okay, that's great. And like five minutes later, I'm like, let's go deeper. <laughs> right. And, right. Yeah. And people are like, like, can we move oh. on? Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like, no, let's like talk about the weather some more. And I'm like, no, I want to talk about what hurts. <laughs> like, what are your hurts on the inside? <laughs> what, are your, so awesome. what are your, what are your owies? Let's talk about our owies and let's just heal each other. <laughs> and like, and why do you believe these things? And yes. so I'm going to, I'm going to throw some Brene Brown at you, who I know you adore also. Love her. I love her. And she says, and I used to read this quote in my yoga classes all the time, and I'm paraphrasing it's something like, you don't want to fit in, you want to belong. And I try to teach that to my kids, like, no, don't change yourself to fit in because you'll never feel safe. You'll never feel authentically yourself. Like, you want to go where people say, all of you. I, I love you. Come on in. Right. Yes. You want to belong. It's yes. So oh, it's huge. That's huge. I also talk to my oh, son okay. a lot about that. Like, I'll, oh, um, he's, he's such a quirky dude and he's such a fun, sweet guy. And like, I'm always like, you're, you're so weird. And I'm so glad you're weird. Like, I love you. <laughs> like be you be weird. It's awesome. That's like, those are your people. Find those people where you can be your quirky <laughs> self, find those people. And who cares what everybody else thinks? That's so right. hard. Golly, it's that's so, so hard. Harder. Oh my so gosh. Said, especially when the people who aren't weird look so good on the outside. Oh, you know, yeah. They can really present like this picture that you're like, wow, that guy's got it all together. Man, he's the man. He's the yeah, man. he is the man. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. I have loved this so much and I'm trying to be Me mindful too. of time. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have anything else you want to add before we go? This has been such a great talk. This has been so fun. Good. Um, I did have an issue with an electrician um, okay. who, who mansplained me. Uh, he came in and I only had two weeks before open house. So, and, and, and he, um, put three holes in the wall that shouldn't have been there and was like, sorry, I'm not, I don't usually make these mistakes, but my person just did this. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I have two weeks and I don't have a drywaller at this point. Like they moved on. I don't know how to get this done. And he, he stopped and said, well, see, that's the thing. You're not supposed to do it like this. You're supposed to have the electric and you go through the list. He's like, first you do this, then you do this then you do this. Oh, wow. And I'm standing there like I've, this guy's been in my house for 30 minutes and he's got three big assholes in my and I and I said, Well, I don't know about that. But I do know that we have a problem that we need to solve right now. So call up your drywall guy and I'll call up mine. And um I really I had believed in this guy and then he was such a just an ass. 
Um, And it took him three different times coming back to do the work when he said it would take him once. And, And the last day that he was there, he said, I'm sorry. I couldn't believe it. He's like, Hey, about that time when we had that uh, misunderstanding, I was like, I didn't have a misunderstanding. You just told me what to do. I understood completely what you were doing. And he's like, I, I am sorry. I don't want to be like that. Um, And he's like, I'm working so much. I'm working all the time. And he, and he was these contractors. They're literally like the heroes. Like they, they would come and work till six and then they'd go to somebody's house and finish a job they couldn't finish before till like 11 and then they'd get up and do it again yeah I don't know what I don't know how they do it um so I was glad I didn't like have a confrontation with him um because I initially thought this is a good guy and yet he kept proving me wrong Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and ultimately he was a good guy who who needed to realign you know he was yeah doing way too much. Um, so it was like, there was a moment of grace that I was able to offer, uh, which I'm not always able to do. And then that came back to me. And then ultimately like that relationship is kind of okay. Like I could use that guy again. Yeah. So I think there's just a lot of space, like as a, a business owner, like you get to choose your response and it doesn't have to be the knee jerk where you just messed up my walls. Right. 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 It all works out. Wow. What a lesson in, again, you don't know what the other person's going through and Mm -hmm. like just trying to, um, and he, he wasn't letting you know. Right. So he's just showing you this. I'm being a jerk and I'm a jerk Mm -hmm. and you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And And I'm a professional. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> oh, sister, I'm impressed with you. <laughs> you were like able well, to just like, okay, like, we'll see. And then he came, I'm, I'm impressed that he was able to drop his guard. That's huge. I, like, I know. I was impressed. He could have wow. not, he could have just been polite from then on and like not come back to it. Right. He, it wasn't, it didn't sit well with him. He did the hard you know? thing. So, yeah. He did the hard thing. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. It is impressive. Wow. I love that. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great, um, little anecdote. I think, Yeah, I think it's, you just, not everything has to be combative mm-hmm. and also stand your ground. Cause it's not like you didn't stand your ground. You, you still mm-hmm. stood your ground and you were like, okay, well, what's, what are we doing to solve it? <laughs> like, right. Let's move like, on. Right. <laughs> I hear you and I hear yeah. all these things you're saying, well, what are we doing to actually solve it? Yeah. Right. Wow. There's, Super, like that's just really impressive. There's so much. And that was an impressive moment, mm-hmm. right? I had a moment. So I'm not telling you about all the moments where I was like bawling on the way into work and, you know, like those, those are all the time, but like I had a moment of grace. Thank you, God, for giving that, that moment. But, you know, it pays off to give people a little space. Mm-hmm. And to be easy on them because they are probably working way too hard. Yeah. Um, anyway, I love I love this program. I love what you're doing. I I love um, that you chose to create a community. Mm-hmm. I think that the fact that you were able to see that you couldn't support all these women by yourself was really mindful and forward thinking. Mm-hmm. And instead, we are all leaning on each other and like, whoa. The community is amazing. And honestly, like I, I, yes, I started it, but the women who are attracted to it, like we just continue to co-create it. And it's this amazing space that it's just, I I can't put words to it. It's so much more. It's everything I wanted it to be. And it's so much more than I ever thought it would be. If that makes sense. (laughs) It keeps changing and developing and it's, it's just like awesome. kind of out of your hands in and a that, way. Like that like sense of belonging is huge. Like that's, that's mm-hmm. a huge, huge, huge theme. Um, because that's not ever what I felt in the real estate investing space at all. Like it never, it's like, I would walk yeah. into a meeting and it's like record scratches. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, where are my people? I don't see my people anywhere in here. <laughs> 
but now I do. I have this room full of people yeah. I love. So awesome. Thanks for letting me be part of your journey. Thank you for being a part of my journey and changing my life. Changed my life. Well, I'm I'm super honored to just like just get to be like this little guide right on your path. Thanks for sharing your story. Thanks for hanging out yeah. with me today. Thanks for inviting me to share my story. Yes. I loved it. I loved yeah, talking me too. to you. Super fun. It was so much fun. And that's it for now. I'll see you in the group. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you, Kristen. Bye. Bye. That was such a fun interview. And thank you, Kristen, for sharing some of your innards with me, (laughs) some of the deeper level stuff. I think it's so important to have deeper conversations. Like that's what moves people, right? That's what inspires people. That's when people feel connected. So thank you. Now, one of my favorite quotes, really it was two different quotes in a section of the conversation. And it was when Kristen said to her husband, this isn't about the numbers. This is about me. And then she went on to say, who's going to want to invest in me if we don't invest in me? Even repeating it gives me chills. I got chills the first time she said those things. And now I'm getting chills again, just repeating it. It's so powerful. And I want you to think about that. Who's going to invest in you if you don't invest in you? Invest in yourself, whatever that means to you, okay? And if that means joining our community where we help you every step of the way as you navigate your first flip or your 20th flip, whatever number you're on, if you want to have an entire community supporting you, and cheering you on, and encouraging you, then get on the wait list. Go to jointheflipsisters.com. Again, that's jointheflipsisters.com. All right? And then add your name to the list, and we'll notify you when we've got a spot. All right. Go out there, flip houses like a girl, leave people in places better than you find them, and make it a great day. Bye, y'all.